変身
talked to my girlfriend a lot about this like movie theater like back where like I'm from called uh, the uh, Jordan's Furniture IMAX. And like my question for you is, uh, what's like your top tier movie theater? Like, do you have like a standout like movie theater like that like is like if you could go back there or, like it's the best one you've been to? Um, I mean, where I'm at, we don't really have any like theaters like that. They're mostly like franchises like Cobb, AMC, or Regal. Um, we don't really have any cool sounding <laughs> name ones where I'm at, <laughs> but uh, so far my favorite has been uh the one I went to today. It was like the Cobb Luxury Theater, and like the seats were super soft. Um, but uh, there's one uh, a couple miles away from me um called a Cena Bistro. Have you ever heard of those? Oh uh, no, I haven't. Uh, so it's more like a like a bourgeois <laughs> movie experience. <laughs> Uh, okay, which is yeah. cool. You know, some people like that kind of service when they're watching a film, but um, I always thought it was, the concept was cool. Like, you know, sitting down, ordering food and drinks and somebody bring it to you while you're watching a movie. But um, the times that I've went, I just find it kind of annoying. <laughs> I'm just like, get the fuck out of the way. I'm trying to watch the movie. But uh, some people like shit like that, you know, but uh, that's probably the most famous theater where I'm at, like a scene bistro. No, so like um like in New England, like near like Boston and like New Hampshire, um and okay. there's nothing like it around here, so you know, but um like back in like two thousand and like two thousand one, like whenever like the first Harry Potter movies were like coming out. I um like we saw like Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. And then like it was the first time going there. And it was called um, Chunkies, and I think it's called Smitty's now, but like uh, like one of the first places in the country to like actually have like full on like dinner like brought to you and like a whole restaurant there and stuff. And like they had stuff like, oh, like here's like some chicken and fry kids. Here's like sleepless in Seattle <laughs> burger or something, you know, like that. And it was the food wasn't good, but it was like the local like car dealership had like loaned a bunch of chairs or something. And like, it was all like high end, like from like Cadillacs recliners or something. Mm -hmm. Then there's also that, uh, Jordan's furniture, which is, uh, if you're not from like the Boston area, like new England area, it's like this, uh, big regional, like furniture place that like does stuff like, Oh, if, um, who was popular if like Johnny Garcia does this, like we'll make sure that we uh have twenty percent off like chase lounges, but they <laughs> <laughs> they had this like massive like this massive building that was like half like a furniture warehouse and half indoor like rope course, and like they had this um house made out of like jelly beans and like it had like a like jelly bean pond next to it, and it was like. This is a movie theater? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. It had like a Fuddruckers in there. Had like um, a like gigantic um, green monster from like from like Fenway there, like holding like a like Yankees player, like by the escalators. Had like a Fuddruckers, like I said, like had like water fireworks and then had these massive full of like their furniture, like weird IMAX theaters where they. Like these screens were like four times bigger than like normal movie theaters, <laughs> like super early IMAX. But yeah, yeah, it's been I a minute mean, for me. <laughs> I feel like I've been deprived. Then, um, where I'm at in St. Petersburg, Florida, we we finally got our first art house. 
called Greenlight Cinema, but they play like more artsy type stuff. Um, and other than that, it's just franchise stuff. So nothing, nothing like that. But that's amazing though. No, oh, yeah. Uh, there's nothing like it. Like they like I am now in like upstate New York, which is sad. But uh, when I told my girlfriend, she was like, "There's a jelly bean village and like indoor fireworks and like a fud rucker. I want to go here. <laughs> Let's go there." Yeah, that sounds awesome. I keep meaning to go to like Alamo Draft House too, which I've heard like so many great things about, but like I've never been to. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things. That's in Texas, right? It's limited franchises. Like, I think there's like one in Yonkers or something. There's like a bunch of like random ones in like high locations, but yeah, mostly in Texas. Yeah, I've always heard really cool things about the Alamo Draft Houses. Um, next time I'm out there on vacation, I <laughs> I gotta add that to my bucket list. Like uh, before the pandemic, they had like a screening of Jaws, like on like a lake where they just had a massive screen and like four thousand people in the water oh, watching the movie. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff I want to talk do. about a four D experience. Yeah, just like <laughs> that's a good way for like a twelve year old kid to like get a black eye though. They like show up there, start like grabbing people. Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's prank pranks scenarios right there. So I have something a little less joyous to bring up. A little sad, actually. Uh, but yeah, um, it's not a great time to be a fan of Common Rider this week. What happened? So um, <clears throat> basically, there's two different people who um, have gotten licensing rights to Common Rider in like America I meant to put it out in like English one is like Shout Factory they do like a pretty good job um, they've done like the like original show they've done like Comrade Kuga that kind of stuff no complaints as far as I know really like about their work for the most part but the other is this uh, you might have seen it it's like one of those like premium Amazon Prime TV channels called uh, Toku HD no, I never heard of this before. Oh uh, yeah, it's like um on like a lot of different like streaming sticks. It's like, oh, spend five dollars a month and get like Toku HD. And I don't know what they have for the most part. I guess it's just like some Toku, but mostly like some little like J dramas for the most part. But um so my favorite show, Common Rider Fi's got licensed to them. Mm-hmm. And it came out, people were so excited. They're like, oh, Kamen Rider Fies. It's like really interesting. Oh, I'm so glad people could finally see it without pirating and trying to find it. Um, <laughs> and just the bottom of the barrel worst 1998 like Hong Kong ripoff bootleg subs you've ever seen. Oh, no. Like, it's like the kind of stuff where... um. So, imagine you're a common rider, and you need to put on your belt and fight evil. What do you mm-hmm. say, James? What's the Henshin. one thing you say? There you go. Uh, you don't say Hanshin, right? Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Hanshin. Uh, Hanshin. Hanshin. And we're not talking about like that three eyed guy from Dragon Ball. We're talking about <laughs> Transformers. Just... 
Damn. And I'm a noob to this shit. You know what I'm saying? And I know you got to say Henshin every time you put, you know, you're about to switch it up. But that's crazy. Hanshin. So they're getting a lot of backlash from this, I guess. It's such a weird situation. And like I'm reading about it, and it seems to be that, um, <laughs> like, they had a Spanish dub and just translated it like directly bro are you kidding me no i'm not and like it has like a lot of stuff like aren't you glad to have met this lady and just like not even like that real sentences that just sounds like they put it out to see if anybody would notice but hardcore fans would be like what the hell is this you know and That's just it it's like it's gonna stick there too because like it's not like they're like adding new subs all the time you know so they're not even going to take it down and put it back up with like the the good subs. They're just going to leave it as is. Yeah, I think they're going to like leave it as is. Um, Man, That's and like horrible. they um, misspelled the name of the monsters like in the series, the um, like Orphanok or or like the like Oh No folk or something. It's just a lot of <laughs> weirdness to it. Uh, and this led to me seeing another problem <laughs> um did you hear people that were getting mad about um i'm gonna butcher this name but uh don't toy with me miss nagatoro no Mm-mm. it's this new super popular crunchy roll just released like subbed and dubbed like anime like coming out right now mm-hmm. um it's like super generic comedy stuff it's like this guy's really shy and he's getting picked on by girls so this one girl is like i'm gonna fucking abuse him till he gets confident and then Mm -hmm. they fall in love like it's like a very much like girl yells comedy thing and i guess um when it was translated over they like made they changed like what she was saying to like better match like a 15 or 16 year old like girl in like the US basically and and like a bunch of like weird anime people got like super pissed off like not like fun weird but like uh, I love like they ruined the purity of my like lolly waifu and it's like okay <laughs> fuck off right now just like go <laughs> you're a time out <laughs> like please just please reevaluate your life but yeah so people are mad about subs, but just, ah, it hurts me. I really want to recommend the like, Rider 5 to people, but it's hard if there's like a legal sub out there that's bad, like even harder than like just saying, go to this yeah, website and find it, you know? Yeah, you'd rather them not watch it versus watching some shitty, you know, subbed. Like, could you imagine if, um, when we, um, first went to watch like comrade zero one um i um did a translation of the like japanese line that like arto says uh to uh you are the only one who could be stopped i am versus you know <laughs> there's only one person who could stop you and that's me oh uh, yeah it's just a whole clusterfuck and this is their first like one of their first launches like this is like the first month they're up or a couple weeks they're up. Uh yeah. So like And they're already starting off like this. 
like people don't really know what's happening if they just like have the right because they have it in like Singapore or something, and then it's like they are squatting and they're known for like squatting on rights, but like people think it's like they got it somewhere else and were able to apply it to like an English release. So hopefully they're not blocking a better release, but like the shout stuff, like and they're the people doing zero one, they've done Comrade Kuga, they did the original Comrade is better. Like it's like significantly like it's what you'd like expect. It's like, oh, we left in Henshin, but the rest is like pretty clear, like English kind of stuff, you know, like nothing too hard to figure out. Like the kind of stuff you get on like My Hero Academia, like that yeah. level, like normal stuff. Well, on the bright side, at least we're getting more, uh, you know, Tokyo in the States. So that's cool. Yeah. He said, like, yeah. <laughs> my boy, they butchered my boy. Yeah. Nagato. <laughs> No, it'll recover, recover. It'll take some time. It's just like when the States first got anime, you know? It'll take some time. Yeah. That's also why they should know better, but yeah, this is like some rough uh, (laughs) Ninja Blade-ass stuff going on right now. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't always the golden days for anime, you know? Us OGs out here. Know the struggle. Yeah, we know about... Japanimation and all that, like when it was like <laughs> super do. Uh, speaking of uh, language, uh, books, we weren't talking about books, but whatever. Uh, this week we're looking at Comrade Saber episodes 31 and 32. Uh, and let's just take a swing over there. Back with Comrade Saber, uh, chapter 31, Believing in Strength, Strength, strength Believed in, chapter 32, My Thoughts Crystallized. So, where are we at, like, on these episodes and this week and just, like, this whole, uh, this whole viewing chunk? James? Uh, I feel like this whole little chunk right here is, like, a Rin, Rintaro arc, don't mm-hmm. you think? Totally. Um, I feel like all the episodes have been kind of focused on him, you know pretty much getting his ass kicked and just becoming a new writer in a sense and a new person overall. And uh, seeing his metamorphosis has been pretty cool. Um, And uh, I like where we're at right now at the end of the episode. And um, I think after this arc, we're going to go into a Kento arc from what people Mm -hmm. are saying on the streets. (laughs) Um, So that'd be fun too. But uh, these two episodes, they weren't the best. Uh, but uh, I, I did enjoy them, though. There's a lot of work that needs to be done, I think, on Rintaro, because, like, not like he's a botch character, but I think um, this show definitely had a bit of a dark early third quarter, like, depending on, like, how long it is. And he was definitely a character who, for how important he was supposed to be, feels like he especially got that short shrift. And then the next arc was all about Toma and somebody else getting characterized and he was basically in the background so like this is the time they have to do it because after this they have to get into like more end game stuff and more like plot stuff you know 
Yeah, it just it just feels like they're uh, trying to bring back <laughs> that bring bring back the original tr- uh, trio. So they have to build up Toma. They have to build up Rentaro. They have to build up Kento. And then once that reunion comes, it'll feel like you know it's like oh yeah, we're back where we started at. So. Yeah, because he's like been on the back burner for a while and like slowly gaining more focus. But like we left in the middle of like the uh, arc of episode 30 and 31 last time. And like I think uh, it kind of worked out here actually because we get like the end of that arc and then like a little like one episode like cork on like Rintaro's whole deal, you know? Mm hmm. So in episode 31, like you said, it's about like. Rintaro and Toma and also like a lot for May too. Um May's honestly doing really well, like the actor and like the like role with what she's given. Like I feel like for being like a side character and having like a lot of like big reactions to stuff in like small motion, she's doing a pretty good job at like getting across her struggle, why she cares, and like making it work. And like this is kind of the most in focus she's probably going to be in the arc where she becomes like a like midget. So she, she, she does good. <coughs> but yeah, um, I did also like um, how dire things did feel. Cause she was like super sweaty and like tired looking. <laughs> I was thinking that too. When you said the performance, I'm like, yeah, she was sweaty a lot, but she can, conf- she conveyed it like a, uh, it like really felt like she was going through those emotions and just being like mm-hmm. drained emotionally, physically, and everything. It just uh, she per- portrayed it very well. Yeah, and um, I love how like her medjid was just like dirty as shit. Just like I'm gonna like drop out and then drop back in and like a- and, like attack you and just like not playing fair at all. Like it was like a really like good like ad, and I feel like most monster that's a friend like don't do that like as hard whereas this one was like I'm covered in people of and like <laughs> you'll kill them and like I'm gonna turn into her and attack you mm-hmm. but yeah um just like a lot of like small fights and like feeling and then um Rintaro wants t- to duel Toma and they cross swords and their swords glow and they smile and I'm sure like all of our friends in the shipper like group chat are like, oh my god, their swords are glowing, they're about to kiss, like they're on the ground, their swords are <laughs> laughing. It is Naruto and Sasuke, they're you know, just damn. I was yeah. Like, once they start once they like started fighting, I was like, okay, so this confirms that he's about to get upgraded, you know? Yeah, no. It just felt like it. <laughs> and like he probably does need one because um he got like his like triple form and that kind of like faded in the background, just like him using it all the time and not be getting more effective. Then he got his cannon form that like <laughs> stopped turning into lions, stopped using the cannons, like destroyed two things in CG, <laughs> then got his ass kicked. Yeah, that went away quick. I forgot about that form. He was using it the whole time here. And like you like it's just like, oh, this like got nerfed because it wasn't around for ten episodes, you know? You just reminded me of like the first time we met him and he was just on his line <laughs> inside someone's bookshop. He was just like, what the yeah. fuck is this guy doing? It took me back. I kind of like that, honestly, but like just like <laughs> they never followed up on it. It was like, 
yeah, like um, we'll talk later. But uh, remember when he was like really big on Homo sapiens and what like yeah those could do. They kind of went to that. Uh, well, we'll save that for the bonus episode during the movie, but we'll, we'll save that for you guys for Monday. Though also, um, this episode does end with another really strong extended fight scene. Like I feel like the fight scenes in Saber, like compared like to in general, or like just to like zero one, they do seem like they're longer, and like will take up more of the episode, and like they do pretty well with it. I think, and like this fight theme was like a strong like middle of the show like character but also like well choreographed like whole bit you know yeah i went to go take notes for this episode and i'm just like uh fight fight fights yeah <laughs> and it's like uh, i guess i don't need to take notes no yeah that's a definite um <laughs> you and me might be the only people who have that concern like that are like watch these episodes, but it's just like, yeah, there's a lot of like, and then they fight like a bunch of ducks for like nine minutes. Like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, there's nothing really to, you know, uh, break down here. So it's, I just like, just go save it for the pot, you know, they get like a double rider kick and they save May, And that's all. Yeah. Cool. That was dope. I, I like that a lot. I always love the double, the double rider kicks, you know, I always like that. It's like number one thing there. And um I do think that um there were a, a couple like small fun things at the end, like made made pins for everyone, they're all reacting because they're like, oh like why does my face look like that? Uh <laughs> you think that's gonna be like new merch or they just had it for the show. That's gotta be merch somewhere. Like right? I have to They're pretty good though. Yeah. I was laughing how they did uh uh Rio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of face detail. Um, and we get um, two small scenes. One of Master Logos is just like looking gnarly. It has like a gel filled mouth. Is he like is like. Argh. Yeah. What <laughs> just, was that about? <laughs> I was like, he really turns to the Mad King, right? Yeah. They got to show that he's like frothing at the mouth. But they just like gave a bunch of like. Homemade lube or something. Just like. Chew on this. I don't know. That's Hang funny. out. Uh, and we find out that Tasso will return from a bird. <laughs> Good show. Good job. <laughs> but, uh, um, I do think that uh, my episode like 32 is a fun shakeup. Like it like starts immediately after all of this as just like, oh, no, <laughs> they're here. They're in the house like they're coming for us. And like. They're going to take us out and that's what they do. Um. Master Logos like shoots like an arrow, takes out their barrier, and the fight is on. We get um the two overpowered siblings showing up. And there's a point where like <laughs> you have like Durandal just like, yo, I'm fine with these two main characters in their super forms. You go somewhere else. Yeah, I'll handle this. He was right, honestly. He beat the shit out of the yeah, then Tomo kind of like figured out like his pattern. That was pretty cool. Like just him seeing like what was the eye thing though? Was that like a new power he unlocked or something? Yeah, um, not to super spoil um another Rider show, but I think it might be like in game a little bit. Where um like in that show we see a character who's like 
destined to have power so he gets like weird otherworldly powers as it goes so i was thinking like oh like he just got like some weird non-human powers in the middle of like his like growth i guess you know yeah i figured that just that was something new yeah it is how do you feel about uh reka though you think she's gonna like you know switch it up and kind of betray master logos because she kind of like looked at him when he like i forget the comment he made like she like announced something and she, he kind of just yada yada and she kind of was like what? I think it was because they were working with the Medjin and they had like Zuos there with them and they had like Storius there with them. Yeah, and she was like, "What's what's going on with this?" Like that wasn't part of the plan. Yeah, because um, I guess like Zuos like also got like his like final form like I'm like enraged form and just beat the shit out of everyone like also just like uh destroyed like um destroyed the comrade buster like destroyed like Rotaro just like uh <laughs> and they cleaned up like they got like eight ride books they got like three swords like they were doing pretty well honestly yeah a lot of looting <laughs> the main thing that happens though is that um we do get um Sophia tries to get them to leave with their stuff and be like, hey, take this book and run. Like, I'm going to hold them off. And she gets beat up, actually. Like, she gets pretty badly bloodied. Like, there's blood going everywhere. She's, like, trying to stop, like, Zuos with her barrier. Yeah, with the barrier. Yeah, she kind of, like, uh, was putting her life on the line there until Rintaro stepped up. Yeah, and um, it's good because she's also a character that we kind of don't know anything about. <laughs> she's like, she's she the guardian. <laughs> She's in charge of the southern base. And like, I'm not even sure if they've like said, like, is she meant to be human? Is she meant to be like a weird, like, non human fairy guardian? Like, is she more or less alive or part of the Wonder World than Master Logos? Like, what's the whole like deal there? Because we don't see somebody with her role in the other base. So I have to wonder, you know? Mm hmm. And then um, we get the Rintaro, like, uh, um, like what like Rintaro sees like every swordsman ever, like the last like generation of swordsmen, and they all like urge him on, including his master who was killed by Zeus. Mm-hmm. That also happened in uh, <laughs> what was it, the last Skywalker? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Ray. Do it, Ray. <laughs> I hopefully like someday <laughs> I'll know what you're talking about because I. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? Rise of Skywalker? I, I watched eight minutes of that movie four different times and there's still like an hour left. Oh, man. You got to finish it, bro. I know, but it's just. I'd rather watch the Mortal Kombat movie right now, honestly. Like, what I heard is kind of bad. Which seems wild. How do you make a bad Mortal Kombat movie? It's the easiest movie to make, I feel like. Yeah, um, I'm part of that camp, too. I didn't hate it, but it was like, this could be a lot better. But it is what it is. You got a list of 40 characters that have distinct designs and like super basic characteristics. You take 20 of them. You say, oh, here's like this tournament. And like you start it even just like a big like narration. There's if you lose 10 Mortal Kombat's. Like, it's nothing. It's the easiest setup to do, I feel like, in a movie. 
Yeah, my biggest problem with that movie, off, I mean, we're going off the pod right now, but my biggest problem was like, how do you make a Mortal Kombat movie without a tournament? It's like, so yeah. What just happened? <laughs> like, honestly, <laughs> no tournament. Like, the tournaments, there is a like framing device for why people have to fight, you know? And then you implement this whole tattoo thing, like only chosen ones with a tattoo. I'm like, y'all doing too much. Yeah. And also, make Goro a puppet that you kick in the nuts. That's got to be. <laughs> Why wasn't he like practical, you know, effects? Why he had to be CG? Like, come on, man. There's part of me that's like wondering if like I'm like making you like a snob for practical effects or if it's just like <laughs> it, it should have been practical effects, but it should have been practical effects. <laughs> yeah, I'll just blame you for now on. Cause I'm definitely I'm definitely in that camp right now. I'm just like, man, like that's just being lazy now, and and it's more expensive. Like, come on, let's be cost efficient here. Just get like a dude, and like <laughs> do like a little bit of makeup. Like, get, like you know how many like seven foot tall like super jack dudes there are. Exactly, a lot of them. Come you know? on, man. Come on. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, uh, just. Yeah, I'm gonna blame you for my, my practical effects rants for now on. <laughs> Ever since we got on this rider pod, I'm like, I appreciate him so much. Yeah, because I'm just like, oh, like, want some like <laughs> nice like practical effects like charcuterie. And then you're like, oh, what's this ham? <laughs> the special effects ham? <laughs> fuck that shit. <laughs> Is this GMO? What the fuck? Yeah. What? <laughs> uh and also one more tangent, but um, me and my girlfriend watched Revenge of the Sith her first time, and she fucking was just like, oh my god. I didn't know that nobody like, she didn't know about Order 66. Oh. It was rough. Damn. <laughs> it was rough. You guys on Clone Wars yet? Um, we were watching it because we were like halfway through Clone Wars season one following along with a podcast, Um, and then like one of the hosts was like, Nobody knows what Order 66 is. We have to watch this movie right now. <laughs> There's like no dramatic irony. And yeah. Um, Wait till she sees a uh, Mandalorian. No, honestly, um, all the stuff with like the clones of being like, wait, like that's Cody. He's trying to kill, but like they're friends in the cartoon. And I was like, yeah, honey, that's why it's like dramatic irony. <laughs> yeah, bro. Haunting. Uh, what really got her, honestly, was um, at the end, um, spoilers for the <laughs> most unspoiler thing you could be, but um, when you, yeah. the first thing that, like, OG, like, helmet Darth Vader says is, where's Padme? She was like, oh, no. She just, that broke her. She was like, oh, no. <laughs> In, like, that, like, Darth Vader voice, but. I don't know what we did, but turn into a Star Wars pot. It's all good. I mean, yeah, uh, <laughs> it can happen. But uh, like uh, the blood boiling, but um, <laughs> just like uh, that was this maybe in a way because uh, you see um, Rotaro in the show be like, man. I'm getting my ass kicked. I'm covered in blood. Looks real cool. 
I wish I, I wish somebody would give me a power up, and they do. One flies out, like the book in the base that uh, the book in the other base turned into uh, the like uh, one like primitive base. dragon. I had to rewind that like three times. I'm like, wait a minute, the whole base is a book. <laughs> Did I read that right? Uh, no, it's like um, it's like the northern base turned into a book. I must have comprehended that the wrong way. The tome that powers the base okay. turned into a book, like how there was that tome. I had a when, bad sub. Tome. Like, my sub was like the northern base turned into a book or some shit like that. It probably should have been like the northern base's power source okay. or whatever. I, I swear I rewinded it like five times. I'm like, yeah, still said the same thing. I just had like a moment though where I was like, yeah, and like when Toma got that forbidden tome, and I was like, Toma's named that because it sounds like tome or book, isn't he? Oh. Right? <laughs> I feel stupid as hell right now. <laughs> Would have known that. Who else has a good name? Uh, probably just Toma. That didn't go that far. But no. Um, and he gets. His new ice themed lion form and thoughts on it, like initially. Like, how would you rate this or like, how does it look? Uh, my reaction was the same as May's. Uh, I think she said, like, oh, it's shiny and fluffy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looks dope, though. It looks different from the other forms. Like, we were just saying we couldn't tell when he, like, we could barely tell when he was using his cannon based form. And we're like, oh, does he have cannons on right now? We don't know. Yeah, they're like, oh, the fans say they can't tell the difference. Okay, throw some fur on it and make it Arctic blue. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of like the dark blue like last time. Yeah, because like when you (laughs) compare those two forms, like he's like dark blue. Then he's like a little darker blue. And it's nothing. It's nothing. (laughs) He's like Arctic. He's like, okay. He kind of became best boy this episode, though. I'm like, is I'm like it, I'm like, is he like the strongest rider right now? Because yeah, because Elemental Dragon has been getting his ass kicked the last few episodes. I'm like, okay, um, what's going on? Yeah, like that, like um, that form got jobbed out real hard, real quick. They were like, yeah, he has like all the powers and like all the elements, but he mostly just turns into like some fire and like dodges stuff. Yeah, um, I do like just the way he fights. It's very like elegant, matches like Rotaro. It's like uh, he probably is like the strongest right now. It's like this is his final form. I'm sure like at some point like we'll see Toma has like some kind of oh for sure something else. Maybe two more. You put me on that. You like they always have one final one at the end. <laughs> I'm like, wait. So how does this work? So like, is it like? What's this bet? Like, is it like two more in the show? Because if it's, I say, I say two, I say two more. Like, he gets one more the final episode or the last two. So he'll get one to keep up. Then he'll get like one more last one. Does it count if it's his um, base form? But it's see this is where see this is what you got me on, man. It's like does it count shit? It's like, is Kaoken actually a form or is it just a power up? <laughs> okay, that's okay. what y'all be on. <laughs> Here's my question 
does it count if he takes the lion book and the pe- and like the yellow book from like Espada and becomes a combo of all of their base forms? And it's somehow strong enough, despite being just like a simple. Counts. Why wouldn't that count? Okay. <laughs> True. What do you uh, What do you think? You think it does it count? I guess it counts. It's like a new form. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, does it <laughs> Does it count if it's um a cape? On oh, his for sure. If you form? If you had any like aesthetic that wasn't there in the first place, it's a new form. I'm sorry. Does it count? Okay. Does it count if it's not physical? If it's just like clearly CG and it's like gold and shimmering, but it's still like one of the other suits already. So it's, it's like, like a, a like a form. Super Saiyan 2? Like it just like like electricity was around Vegito or Goku? Like is that or, what or like it's like um back in like Digimon when they got like golden for a minute where it's like, oh, it's just like them, but they like look gold. That's a new form. A, do four? Yeah. Damn. Okay. Are you what what are, what are you you saying no? Okay. I'm saying Show me an example that you say that's no. Let's go full you, like I, uncut I, I, gems. I don't, have a, I don't have a writer library like you do, so maybe that, let's go full like uncut work. gems like double bet of I think <laughs> you're right that they will definitely have another form. But on okay. the side pot, side pot, do they make another suit? Is there a new suit made for this form? So I say I say one more new suit, okay, and then one more power up, okay. That's what I'm. That's what I'm on. I don't think it, I don't, I'm not sure if we'll see two completely new suits, but I I know we'll see one more new suit and then one power up at the end. Okay. What I'm going to say, you're probably right. I'm going to say, um, ooh, should I bet on it being the base form, but it's technically different, like it's zero one. Should I bet on it being like, because <laughs> like, um, did they always do base form in the final episode? No. Okay. Um, I just don't see them going back to that one. So they could do, um, so like saber blades and like a spada each use like a different <laughs> slot. So they could do like a all power form like that. Like it's like a triple with all of their like main powers. Or they could yeah, do thinking, like a shining. Yeah, I'm thinking Caliber Rintaro both give Toma their books or some shit like that. Cause he already had like the triple tone one. So I could see him doing something like that again. Most of his like power ups are like triple like three toned. Yeah. So I could see him doing like maybe like Elemental Dragon or Brave Dragon, uh uh Lion and then Caliber. Something like that. That's his final suit. I could see something like that. So you're saying do form power up. I'm going to say um, new form and then we get a recoloring of the movie dragon form with like some weird bullshit. So it's like important. Like so you're going, like the three dragons. You're going two completely new forms and I'm going one new form, one power up for the record. Are you backing out? No, you're saying two new forms. One's just a power up. I'm saying right. two new forms. One's a new suit. 
One is an old suit with some paint on it. Okay. You're so saying you, okay. new suit, then like a power up that might just be like a like super form of like something else, right? Okay. I like that bit. All right. And uh the winner has to uh subscribe the other to Mad <laughs> Magazine for a year. <laughs> they still make those? No. <laughs> You're going to feel so bad when you have to like spend 34 cents to like subscribe me to Cracked or whatever. It's like, is that still around? We, should, we should do something like the, the loser has to um, buy like a green wig and post it on the feed. <laughs> and do like a tassel pose or some shit. <laughs> it's like full of like tassel. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll revisit this bet when it comes closer to game time. So tassel posting. Uh, what do you even do there? Yeah. Just look at a book and say, ooh. <laughs> Bud Lecture. Bud Lecture. The winner has to like make a six vine series of videos about like Tassel just, just like back at Krispy Kreme, back out of the gun. <laughs> but no, uh, th- that's a good bet, I think. Um, m- my side bet. Right now, I'm going to say the next copywriter show, Dinosaurs. I don't know why. Hmm. It's a shot in the dark. Right now, we don't know yet. There's been no trademark. Just shot in the dark, lightning bet. What made you go that way? Just just out of curiosity. They've never done it. It's popular with Sentai. Or, like, should it be, like, more intense? Like, is it, like, casino dinosaurs? Is it, like... (laughs) I'm not sure, but I'm saying dinosaurs and like casinos. <laughs> That's a bad bet, actually. So I'm gonna like back out of that one. Say, I don't know. Um, maybe next time there, but no. Um, so <laughs> to get back to to um like saber, like I almost said zero one, which is good. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Rotaro has a really good like probably the best big CG fight scene we've seen. Just like very good like for that like Final Fantasy kind of like cutscene style fight. Pretty strong. Yeah, when they went outside, I was like, oh, this is different. Yeah. I think it has like um, wings made of ice and like fins made of ice like for like different like environments too. Yeah, he like flew, he swam, like everything. So he's definitely best boy right now. For sure. And uh, that's the end of Zuos, which is Good, they're like getting into the end game. Like, I'm not sure. Uh, I want to say this show goes for 48 49 episodes, but I've been hearing that the Olympics means it might only go for like 44 45, like zero one because that's mm. like a couple weeks right around so, the time the show be ended, you know. So, is there no production at all during the Olympics, or they just have to end it before it starts? It might just be like because they want to air those Sundays. Like they might've been told like two or three months ago, Hey, could you cut out like three episodes or something? Like be done by this time, you know? Yeah. Not the worst. Uh, I don't know, but so maybe they're only like 44, 45 again, which would be fun, which means you only got like 12 episodes left, which is actually, isn't a lot, but I'm fine with end game happening now. They've, 
gotten out of the nosedive. I think they started that <laughs> a little bit. I'm gonna lie. Yeah. And the next time on um was pretty good too. Like it was a. Uh, you could tell there's like some Kento Toma stuff going on. You saw Master Logos like in the wild, so I'm wondering if like he's gonna become more active. So a lot of fun. So you're really out of the uh Rekka becomes one of the good guys camp. You're not really feeling that theory. I think it's gonna happen. She seemed like she had enough doubt. Um they probably want to have like a like female writer in the cast for the movie or like the like post series stuff, you know? So it makes sense. Uh, yeah, there's, I thought May. Yeah. Well, I didn't really. Honestly, I can't say I thought May was going to become a writer because I, I really honestly didn't see that happening. So I guess her becoming a midget was that kind of. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure what the word I'm looking for, but feel that wanting or that that want for her to become some kind of character that was like fighting. So she doesn't have to become a writer, but for Rekka to become one, I, I think that I think that's logical. The May thing kind of felt like last year when like Yua became like a like writer for a minute, and it's yeah, like, oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd much rather you have like a writer form, but sure for a minute. Because mm-hmm. after that, like she was back using that like wasp form. Like th- this is like from like episode six. Are you sure you're good? You're helping right. here. No. Uh. Yeah. Um. <laughs> It looks like Master Logos might be using like the swords. Maybe he's like turning into the other riders, but he has like weird master powers. It's like, oh no, he's now a spotted, but he's super strong, you know? Uh, and the only other like plot point is that we see Storius get this weird book, which must be the book that like. <laughs> Like six weeks ago, Reka like punched like Sophia asking her where it was because he's like really excited about it, right? <laughs> but I don't know. So there's some there's something going on between um him and Master Logos where it'll be like um they're not like one hundred percent like on like the other side, which would be fun. But besides that, yeah. That's zero one this week. That fuck. <laughs> that's Saber. <laughs> Oh, zero one. <laughs> you miss zero one so much. <laughs> I got the movie on the brain. What's going on? Yeah, that movie soon. We should like figure out like how we're going to like cover that because that'll be fun. Uh, yeah. at some point. But yeah. Um, no, that's Saber. A lot less to complain about. I like really hope they like stick their landing on their ending bit because. They kind of like could really use that to like bring the show up and like my feeling of like how good of a show it is, honestly. But yeah, well, the skies are starting to clear up, so the landing might be a little turbulent, but we might be able to land it without hurting anybody. And then, like, I think, um, like in like our like bonus episode, like we'll cover the movie, but I think the movie definitely shows how far the series has come <laughs> since then. Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say that whatever they do for the saber actual movie not the 20 minute short it's gonna be pirates that's my guess pirates just like red we throw it out like a theme i say pirates because they got swords pirates got swords 2024 that's my slogan pirates have swords (laughs) 
So, James, where can people find you when you're uh, not talking about Tokusatsu? You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube under Copacetic Senpai. Where can they find you, kid? You can find me on Twitter.com at James Forge. And then you can find the podcast at Common Writers Me on Twitter and Instagram. You can uh, go to CommonWritersMe.com. There's some various posts up about like subsubjects. Uh, there are the episodes at CommonWritersMe.com slash episodes with links to everything on different platforms. There's CommonWritersMe.com slash merch. All the proceeds go to the Trevor Project. That's just uh, some very fun, I think, uh, minimalistic designs and a lot of forms. Uh, and yeah, uh, next time out, there are a couple things going on in the next two weeks. So let's say uh, you will uh, see a bonus episode covering the 1990 uh, Gridman Toku show. I was going to say 93, and I realized I did not know if it was 93 or 94, but uh, the uh, the Toku show for Gridman. Um, and comparing that to Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, the American adaptation with like joey lawrence and stuff like that um and then that bonus episode will be followed by us me and steph looking at the gridman 2018 sss gridman anime which will be a lot of fun that whole series looking at that so that we can later get into uh the uh new sssss dinosaur anime and then in two weeks from now you will have uh me and Copsake Senpai back to talk about Comrade Saber episodes 33 and 34. But yeah, so with that, uh, what did we learn today, James? Uh, I always suck at this shit, man. It's been like how many, how many months we've been doing this? A, I know listeners are always like, don't ask him, do not ask him. <laughs> how about instead we could be like, uh, hey, um, we want more questions. If you got like some like questions, some bets. Yeah. If we get people making bets, I will put up like a progress key or like a wonder ride book off like Amazon. Say, hey, like you get this. Sure. Like I can like. Make like a little contest for like a merch or something. I don't know. Yeah, let's do that, man. Let's get more interactive with our listeners. We yes, that a question. So yeah, totally. And like. Uh, you can send your questions to comrade to podcast at comrademe.com and when you send your questions to, co- to podcast at comrademe.com you have a chance of being read please let us know um toku or not toku if you just want to hear us talk about random stuff or your bet on what the end of comrade saber will be do want to say uh i know there's magazine scans out don't be that person that's like i bet that uh in episode 39, <laughs> there's like a like medjid that has a sword for a hand and it's from Camelot or something. Don't be that person. Yeah, yeah. Kit will find out. Yeah, and I will gut you like a pig. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take this here to be right here. Yeah, the most serious. Hanshin. Hanshin. <laughs>